This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball. Wow. Breaking of breaking, amazing breaking news. Over this past weekend in the sports world, Andrew Luck retired from the NFL. It's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to episode number 45 of the Statman Sports Podcast. This is your host, Steve Duffus. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Where were you when this news broke? But before we get into all that, guys, we are officially a SiteGround affiliate. I'm going to just put that disclaimer out there. I use SiteGround to host my, uh, my website for the podcast. So all those beautiful podcast archives and all the photos that you see online at statmanpodcast.com, it's all hosted on SiteGround. And we obviously have an affiliate link like I mentioned before. So if you're interested in hosting your own uh, website, you can always go to our SiteGround affiliate link on statmanpodcast.com. We are also played on Tuesdays and Thursdays on the radio station at CWR Network. And that's amazing. We've been doing that for the past about, what, 40 episodes? It's an it's been an amazing journey there. You know, we want to thank those guys for uh, hosting us. Also, if you want your own podcast, if you want to host your own podcast, you can do that at Buzz, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout.com, the number one source for hosting podcasts. Whoo, man. Now that we got all that jibber-jabber out the way, man. <laughs> Where do we start with this news, man? Where do we start? Andrew Luck, 29 years of age. He just retired from the NFL. That's obviously the main topic we're going to talk about today. And we also want to touch upon some notable retirements. Some great athletes that retired before the age of 30. And of course, we also want to continue following along the Ezekiel Elliott contract and break down the numbers and how it's going to affect the Dallas Cowboys moving forward so far in this training camp preseason going into regular season. So with no further ado, let's just get right into it, baby. Huh? What are you talking about, man? Woo! What? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? We jumped a little bit ahead of ourselves, and you guys know what the tradition is. I, w- I thank everyone at the beginning of the podcast for showing the support, and also for the new listeners that are coming in from our iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you guys are. I'm sorry. Man, we were a bit too excited about that Andrew Luck retirement. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't be excited about that whatsoever, but, you know, we jumped the gun a bit, and, you know, I want to apologize to you guys about that. You know, we appreciate your support coming into the podcast because I know there's multitudes of podcasts out there. You could be listening to another one, but you chose to listen to me, Statman Sports Podcast. <sighs> man, Andrew Luck, man. What, 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 what can I say? I know where I was. I was sitting on my couch. And I was watching uh, something on Netflix, and then I get my alert from uh, ESPN. And a big, bold, breaking news. He said, Andrew Luck retired from the NFL at age 29. I was so confused. I even refreshed my my phone. Like, I like I closed the app and opened it again. And I was like, no, 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 no. This can't be. This cannot be. Andrew Luck retired? My goodness. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't even know where to begin with this. But I, I guess if, if I want to start somewhere, 
the obvious question is why did he retire why did he retire and that night saturday night when it happened i i turned on nfl network and i went to check out to hear andrew luck's press conference after the game and you know before before i played that press conference with you guys he was booed off the field and i can imagine how his fans felt they can they can be blamed to be tossed around there's something we want to talk about later in this in this episode but uh this is what andrew luck had to say in the beginning of his press conference hello and this certainly isn't how i uh envision this or plan this uh but but i am going to retire uh this is not an easy decision uh honestly it's the hardest decision of my life uh but it is the right decision for me uh for the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury, pain, rehab. Uh, and it's been unceasing and relenting, unrelenting, both in season, both in and off season. Uh, and I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is, is to, to no longer play football. Uh, it's, it's taken my joy of this game away. Uh, and uh, this sorry right so so after you hear that right yeah you <laughs> I mean if you have a bit of heart <laughs> you can feel for the guy man Andrew Luck has been playing football for, since the age of seven he's obviously a smart guy he went to Stanford you know he has a architecture degree so football is almost like his pastime he already made a hundred million dollars with an extension for, for for the people who think you know why did he retire if he had so much money going on it's not about the money man See, Andrew Luck came for money the money was never his motivation to play the game of football but the question again why did he retire I, again, I understand the fans that were mad because I was caught off guard as well when this happened a Saturday night in the middle of a preseason game that he was on the sideline for. And obviously, that's why he was booed off the field because people are like, okay, what the heck, bro? You're on the sideline and you, you just retire on us like this? Like, what the heck is going on? But I'll tell you the main reason why Andrew Luck retired. And this is just pure speculation because, one, none of us know what kind of pain he's in. And none of us know the type of Things he had to endure for at least the past four seasons. You guys know this is all about the numbers and the numbers speak volumes to something. So since we don't know what really, really is all the main cause, obvious, the obvious one aside from pain. Andrew Luck played in the NFL after seven seasons. He's obviously only 29 years old. September 12th, he'll be 30 years of age. Andrew Luck threw 171 touchdowns. And that's for the people who question how great he he was. It even sounds weird even saying that now. 171 touchdowns. That's the third most touchdowns ever thrown by any quarterback in NFL history for the first six seasons they ever played in. That's third all time, okay? <laughs> he had 22,000 yards. That's third most passing yards all time. For a quarterback in NFL history. So Andrew Luck was in trajectory. To become a Hall of Fame quarterback. And mind you. 
That's with only playing seven games in 2016. A lot of people might say Andrew Luck is injury prone. But he's not. He's a warrior. He's tough. But if you want to cast blame around as to why Andrew Luck really retired, I'm going to say partly it's because of ownership. For the first three seasons in the NFL, Andrew Luck endured an ungodly amount of sacks. He was sacked 101 times in his first three seasons in the NFL. 101. In 2016, he was sacked 41 times. He was sacked a total of 174 times in his NFL career. I mean, doesn't that say management is doing an awful job of drafting? The previous owner, I can't even remember his name or not. The previous owner only drafted three offensive linemen before round seven. I repeat, three offensive linemen were drafted before round seven. <laughs> you have a franchise quarterback, the man that succeeded the great Peyton Manning, Hall of Fame Peyton Manning. They cut bait. The Colts cut bait with Peyton Manning to sign Andrew Luck. The number speaks for themselves. Even without an offensive line, he was putting up these type of ridiculous numbers. But if you want to break it down, man, for every touchdown that he threw, he, he was sacked. <laughs> you could say that. 171 touchdowns and 174 sacks. Aside from Russell Wilson and Cam Newton, who will hit about nine times per game. Russell Wilson, 7.7 hits a game. Andrew Luck was third on that list. See, those other guys, like you can understand, because they're runners first. They run. They tend to run first before passing the ball. Andrew Luck is more of a pocket passer. He can run. He has some legs on him. And he was hit that many times. And as you can hear from the clip I just played, Andrew Luck clearly stated, I lost love for the game. The constant cycle of being injured, then going to operation, then going to rehab, then doing it all over again, year after year after year, especially this last two, two three years, make him lose love for the game. And any of you who are athletes who are listening to this right now, if you've ever been injured, you know how that is. And especially a severe injury. Most of my life I've played basketball. I've injured my ankles a couple of times. Some worse than the others. And I bumped my knees a couple of times. Hurt my, my shoulder. You know, hurt a neck. And I'm not a professional athlete. And it, and it takes a long time. It takes a very long time for you to recover. And sometimes if you have to go to operation, you know it can take weeks and months for you to rehab. Because we don't have the resources these athletes have. So just imagine, Andrew had the best of the best doctors. He had the best of the best equipment. He had the best of the best of everything in the medical world almost. And it was taking him months, even years, to recover from certain injuries. The latest one, the, the latest one that we're talking about was his calf and ankle injury. But... I want I want to give you an overview. I want to give you an overview of the type of injuries Andrew Luck sustained over his past seven seasons and also give you 
a broad picture as to why he could have possibly retired. For the seventh season that Andrew Luck paid, by the way, by the way, he retired and he left $58.1 million on the table. That's, that's something else we're going to get into, by the way. Andrew Luck had a torn cartilage in two ribs. He had a partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney, which led him to pee blood for a long time. He had at least one concussion. He had a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder and, and a mysterious calf ankle issue that finally led him to this retirement. At 20, no 29-year-old should be going through all this. And some of you might say, well, yo, the NFL is a rough game. You should know what you sign up for. Bro, you don't sign up for torn labrums and 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 and, and uh, calf issues like this and 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 lacerations to kidneys. You don't sign up for this stuff. And especially not at 29. Andrew Luck just got married. Which some might say might be a reason why he also retired. We don't know all the reasons. Andrew Luck stuck st- stood up in that press conference and he told us why he retired. Again, and as an athlete, to me, I know exactly what it means when you lose love for the game. Again, I'm not a professional, but I used to play basketball for fun every day. And after a while, I just stopped playing because it, it wasn't as fun anymore. I don't know, maybe it, maybe life hit me. Maybe things was going on in my personal life and the, the place that should be my skate was not my escape anymore. There's a myriad of reasons. I wasn't as hurt as Andrew Luck. And I'm I'm sure some of you didn't go through the stuff Andrew Luck went through. But man, when you lose love for something, it's hard for you to go back. Just imagine you at your job. Again, that's a good reference. Most of us have jobs. The day you say you want to quit your job, you just don't wake up one day and say you want to quit your job. For all those people who are questioning Andrew Luck as to, oh my gosh, he just retired two weeks before the season. This probably was lingering in his mind. Again, he left $58 million on the table and the Colts were generous enough to let him keep 24 of it. The man was in pain and in pain he couldn't endure anymore. Clayus Campbell is hitting you every other week. J.J. Watt, who happens to play in this division, uh, is chasing you down every other week. I want to see any one of you stand up in front of J.J. Watt and Clayus Campbell. <laughs> and then once every so often you got to play Vaughn Miller. And then Khalil Mack is chasing you. Come on, man. The man was in pain. The man made a decision to live the rest of his life pain-free. If that's a decision he wants to make... That's a decision we all have to respect. Keep it in context, Billy. Tell the whole story. So let's transition into this part. Right. So we answered the question as to why we think Andrew Luck retired, right? At least why I think Andrew Luck retired, right? And I want you listeners to think about this. I'm 33 years of age, about to be 34 in October. And there's been a few athletes, that made me start thinking, there's been a few athletes that retire before the age of 30 since I've been aware and alive and paying attention to sports. And it made me want to go down this list with you guys <laughs> for you to understand how precedented, unprecedented this list is. There's, there's two things that's going on here. 
this news is obviously has you know has sent shockwaves around the, the the sports world and especially the NFL. And it's quite interesting that the athletes that play the game they they understand they didn't question Andrew Luck they understand what Andrew Luck almost goes through because they go through it not to the extent that probably Andrew went through but they go through it in their various ways. And it made me think. <laughs> These list of people who I'm about to mention, right? They all have one thing in common. And that one thing makes this Andrew Luck retirement so unprecedented because there's not one of these athletes that we can just take out of this list and compare to Andrew Luck and say, man, this is this is it. So let me start. For me, for me, the, the most unprecedented retirement was 1993, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was, what, 29 years old, 30 years old, when he retired the first time. By that time, Michael Jordan already had three MVPs. I think he, actually, no. Yes, he had he had three MVPs, three regular season MVPs, three finals MVPs, a defensive player of the year. Uh, he, he had won multiple scoring titles. He was in the prime of his life. For us men, we've been told, and especially in sports, when you're 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, that's the prime... That's the prime years of your career, man. So for you to retire before that, it's, and especially at the caliber of player that you are, especially these guys that I'm mentioning, it's unprecedented, obviously. But Michael Jordan, if he retired then, he would be a Hall of Famer. That's just the first part of my MJ's career. He was already Hall of Famer. He had already reached his maximum potential. And he stayed at that maximum potential until he retired again in 1998. Then for me, in 1999, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, amazing Detroit Lion running back. He also had no offensive line. And that's what made Barry Sanders so amazing. From 1989 to 1999, Barry Sanders, the year he retired, he was 30 years of age. He didn't retire because he was hurt. He retired because he, he was just tired of losing. The Lions were awful. They were terrible. And Barry Sanders was just tired of losing, but he had some sense of loyalty to the to the Lions. He left four years, $38 million on the table. And he was just coming off a 1,428-yard season and just winning the rushing title. That's when Barry Sanders retired. And to this day, <laughs> I still have questions about that, man. If Barry Sanders stayed, if he didn't retire, he probably would have all rushing records right now. Every single one of them. And that was so shocking about Barry. But Barry had already reached the pinnacle. Like Michael Jordan. He was already at top of his game. He was arguably the best running back in the game. Along with Emmitt Smith. That was the argument. Just like LeBron and just like LeBron and Jordan and Jordan and Kobe. Or matter of fact, you would say Kevin Durant and like LeBron James right now. There was always a debate who's the best. And that was between Barry and, and Emmett Smith, who was the best running back in football. Then I go down the list. Calvin Johnson also played for the Detroit Lions, also known as Megatron. He was the best receiver in football. It wasn't even a question. He was healthy as well. He had some issues with injuries, but it wasn't enough for him to retire. He retired at the age of 30. He had just come off a 1,500-yard season and nine touchdowns, and he just retired abruptly. And all of us were like, whoa. But again... Megatron was at the top of his game. There was no question about it. Megatron was on top of his game. He was the best receiver in the game. 
Sandy Koufax, the best pitcher of his generation. Some consider him possibly the best pitcher ever. Sandy Koufax retired at the age of 30. He had already won three Cy Youngs. <laughs> three Cy Youngs. He already had two World Series and he just retired. Abruptly. That's what just happened. Many of you might not care about Sandy Koufax, but it was just precedented, precedented at that time and even now to think about it. Before the age of 30, you're the best pitcher in your sport and you just retire. Then you think about Justine Hennen. She was the number one ranked player in the tennis world. She had won a couple grand slams by then. And she just abruptly retired. And she had the same tone as Andrew Luck. She said, man, I lost love for the game. I have other things to look forward to. And she just retired. And she was 25 years old. 25 years of age. That's when you start your career. That's when the major endorsements start coming in. Because you're top of your game. And she retired. And then... The most press, the most unprecedented one in any sport. You can argue this all day. That can be an episode on its own. Jim Brown, the great Jim Brown. Jim Brown, to many still to this day, is probably considered the best running back in football. And the numbers speak for themselves. Jim Brown retired at 29, just like Andrew Luck. But this is what Jim Brown's numbers were. Jim Brown led the league in rushing nine straight seasons. He was a pro bowler for eight straight seasons. <laughs> he led the league in rushing nine straight seasons. And just like Justine Hennon, she was on top of her game. Michael Jordan, they were the best in the sport at the time. Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, they were all the top in their position. At least one, two, and three. That's what they were. Jim Brown obviously was the best and he retired. He wasn't injured. He just retired. And there's still questions about that. And it made me rethink. Maybe Barry Sanders would never catch Jim Brown's record if Jim Brown never retired. Matter of fact, Jim Brown would probably still be holding a lot of these records if he didn't retire. So let's think about that for a minute. There's a lot of things that went out this window and what make this so unprecedented about Andrew Luck. None of these athletes that I just mentioned are comparable to Andrew Luck in this sense. They all were at the top of their game. They reached their pinnacle. Andrew Luck was just now getting there. And that's what's so sad about this. Was Andrew Luck thinking about records? Was he thinking about yards? Was he thinking about the Hall of Fame? Sure. Everybody who comes to the NFL, they want to make it to the Hall of Fame. They want to be they want their careers to be indicted as if as if they were the best at their position. As is, sorry. They were the best at their position. Andrew Luck was top five quarterback. That's not debatable. He was the top five quarterback, and that's what makes it even more unprecedented. The Colts, they finally had a running back. They finally got themselves an offensive line. They had great skill receivers now. They have a good defense. In Vegas sportsbooks, they were they were projected to go 12-1 to to win the Super Bowl. That was their chances to win the Super Bowl. Now they are 45-1. to Now that Andrew Luck retired. That's how good he is. That's how good he was. Again, it's so weird to say that. It's how good he was. The numbers don't lie. Third all-time. We mentioned this again. Third all-time in NFL history for the first six seasons. 171 touchdowns. You know who threw more touchdowns on him? Dan Marino. That's it. Dan Marino and Peyton Manning. That's it. In yards, Peyton Manning is the only one ahead of him. 
And Dan Marino as well. He was third all time. He didn't even reach his prime yet. He should have been in his prime, but he didn't even reach his prime yet. Injuries took away this man's joy. Took him away from this game. He took him away from us. Was the decision his? Yes. You got to own up to your responsibility. He was not He was not casting blame on anybody, by the way. He was not casting blame on anybody. But, man, that list. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, Jim Brown, Michael Jordan, Sandy Koufax, Justine Hennon, and now Andrew Luck. And I will only say for my lifetime, it's Michael Jordan and Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. And now Andrew Luck, man. I don't even know what to say to it. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him, man. Andrew was such a great quarterback. He's standing in the pocket. He was a tough, tough guy. He could read blitzes. You know, he could read coverages. He was, man, he was a perfect successor to Peyton Manning. The Colts were going to have two potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And now they're left with Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. That's who they're left with now. So I feel, I feel the booze. Was it right? Was it condemned? Do I condemn them, I would say? Yeah, to an extent. But I understand it. Ah, man. This just sucks all the way around. To bring this all together. I know I know. over the past few days, obviously this happened Saturday. And this recording is August 26th on Monday. Um, there, there's been so many takes about Andrew Luck and whether he's a tough guy or whether he's a soft guy. Whether he made the right decision or the wrong decision. First of all, I'll start to say, for a person who's been dealing with something personal right now, which I won't put on the airways, obviously, but people who are close to me know that I've been dealing with something personal for years now. There's no one and nobody, if they're not going through the exact same thing, and most likely a lot of people have not been going through the thing you're going through, they can't question you or they shouldn't question you. Not that they can't, obviously. But they shouldn't question you. Cause they don't know what you're feeling. They don't know what you're going through. I've I've had to seek help. I've had to go look for guidance. Cause that's how much pain it has caused me. That's how much suffering it has caused me. And as much as people try to question and wonder about what you're going through and what you're doing, they don't know what you feel. So for Andrew Luck... All the people who are questioning him. And one of the worst takes I've seen, like, ever on Twitter is from uh, Doug Gudlib. I can't even pronounce his last name. I I used to listen to him and, you know, from time to time I still listen to some of his takes. But my gosh, that that take on Twitter on Saturday night was the worst one I've ever seen. This man pretty much called Andrew Luck a quitter. And he said he is such a millennial move of him to just leave like that. Oh, because he's too soft. He can't endure the pain anymore. Like, who are you to tell anybody about pain? You can't tell anybody how to suffer and what it should do with their life? Man, at 29 years old, like I mentioned already, at 29 years old, nobody should be taking the type of punishment Andrew Luck is taking. This man made a decision for himself. You know how many NFL players are still fighting for their lives? With all these ridiculous concussions they went through just in the sake of winning a Super Bowl, just for the sake of being in the Hall of Fame, now they can't even live a, a normal life because they can't think straight. They can't look straight. They can't remember their ga- grandchildren's names. 
Look at the big picture. Yeah, it sucks now that Andrew Luck retired and I expressed myself about that. I didn't want him to. It caught him all off guard. But he made a choice for the rest of his life. And we ought to respect that. One of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation. Six seasons short. But he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation. Man, <laughs> but to think of it, Tom Brady outlasted him. Robert Griffin III is about to outlast him. That just lets you know, man, predictions, they're just predictions. They don't mean nothing. They're all fun and games when we do them, but they don't mean nothing because you don't know how things are going to turn out for somebody. Andrew just got married. His first child's on the way. He wants to live a normal life. And like I said, it's not about the money. He has a bunch of money. He had money before he came to the NFL. He's a smart guy. The Colts graciously gave him, let him keep the $24 million because they know how much he meant to the organization. They know. He knows what he has done for that organization, for that town, for that city. He knows what's up. So it's none of our place to be condemning him and telling him what he should or shouldn't be doing with his own personal life. Football is just a sport. We just watch it. We pay to watch this man. Just think about that. We pay to watch him. That's how damn good he is. If we were better than him, if we could endure the things he could endure, we would be in his position right now, but we're not. So we don't question him. Let the man live his life. Let the man do his thing. There'll probably be another Andrew Luck that comes along the way. But at the end of the day, we respect everybody's decision. And lastly, that leads me to say, Ezekiel Elliott, now it makes you wonder. Now it makes you think. Zeke is looking at all this and he's saying, you see, Zeke is getting a bunch of pounding because he, he gets that ball handed to him. Defenses are geared to stop him. Zeke is probably looking at this now. If I'm Zeke, I'm looking at this now and I'm saying, see, you see that, Jerry Jones? You better pay me my money. Because if I'm going to continue taking these beatings, if I'm going to continue getting pounded like this, and possibly get all these injuries to my career. And we already know the average lifespan for running back is not that long in the NFL. I better get my money now. So yeah. So all of you who's talking about Jerry Jones has some leverage. Nah, he don't. Because the Dallas Cowboys are talking about winning a Super Bowl, right? If you're trying to win a Super Bowl, you're not winning that without Ezekiel Elliott. Point blank period. That is not happening. So you better get that theory out your minds. Jerry Jones is going to pay Ezekiel Elliott. And the Dallas Cowboys are going to be full in gear to, to try to win a Super Bowl. Because they know they need him. But for Andrew Luck, I wish you well. I wish your family well. I wish you get a healthy life. And hopefully, for my selfish fandom's sake, for my fantasy team, my future fantasy teams, I hope you return to football. Because you're a great talent and we deserve you. Ah, we come to the end of another episode. That was episode number 45 of the Statman Sports Podcast. But before I let you guys go, you already know what the deal is. If you're a new listener and you enjoy this podcast, you can hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, or wherever you're tuning in from. It will greatly appreciate it. If you also want to go read the blogs in detail and look up all the statistics for all the podcasts, you can go to statmanpodcast.com. And if you want to represent us, you can go to the store, store.statmanpodcast.com. Ah, man. 
another episode in the books. But for right now, Statman, signing out, baby. Thanks for listening to the Statman Sports Podcast. See you next time.